There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Me Time, Alonement's new weekly series of 10-minute mini-episodes from the archives. We'll be showcasing some of the very best wisdom from our favorite former guests. And we'll be doing so in bite-sized episodes designed for those small pockets of me time. This mini episode comes from my conversation with psychologist, TikTok star, and best-selling author, Dr. Judy Smith. It was first released in March 2022. In the book, I sort of included, you know, the journal prompts and things like that, because it's kind of not enough to say, well, go and you know, start journaling. It's like, well, well, what do I, you know, what do I write and how, what do I reflect on and those kind of things. And, um, if it's a, if it's a journey of self-discovery or recovery, um, then there are, you know, they, the journal prompts act as kind of guideposts to, to prompt you in a certain direction, which is often what a therapist does. You know, if you're sitting in a therapy room with somebody, they'll be asking some certain questions that will just kind of, you know, shift you in one direction and, and you then do the exploring and you come up with whatever you come up with, but you, um, you are just sort of guided in a certain direction. Um, and, and if you kind of go down a, you know, a rabbit hole of rumination, then a therapist will kind of, you know, pull you back and, and guide you with a different question, for example. So, uh, you know, that's where the, the having a little bit of a guide in terms of things like journal prompts can help to keep it kind of focused and stuff like that. Um, but it's, it's always being aware that low mood and depression will give you the urge to do the things that will keep you stuck. And so the more we get to recognize that, yes, I have the urge to just sort of sit here and, and think about that thing that happened yesterday that I felt embarrassed about is being able to then put a stop to that at some point and, and move into this healthier coping strategy, which is very, very easy to say, really hard to do when you're in it. Um, and that's where having the social support is becomes really, really helpful. Um, so if you can have someone on board, um, who knows you and trusts you, uh, and that you trust them, um, to help you in that process, then that can be invaluable. But, you know, realistically, there are people out there who don't have a person that they can trust or they don't have access to therapy. And, and so they're really sort of working by themselves. And that's when writing things down can be really, really helpful. I certainly, I found personally, you know, when I was growing up, whenever I was sort of, you know, struggling to deal with something or trying to work something out, I would, I wasn't a big talker. I would write things down 
and and I would get such clarity from being able to just just write expressively and and write down what I was thinking and feeling and what next and um and I found that sort of personally helpful but then as I you know got to do all the research and and realized that actually there's lots of evidence base for uh expressive writing um and journaling in certain ways that that can be really really helpful for getting people through through really difficult times can you clarify exactly what expressive writing is compared to just just writing what what, what's the difference and what makes that positive in the same way that sometimes maybe ruminating on something in written form might not be Uh, yeah so so expressive writing can be um it's, it's writing down your thoughts, your feelings, what what your experience is. So, so it's a way of sort of expressing how you feel and what you think and your urges to do or not do certain things. So you kind of get it out on the, onto the page. There's no um, kind of set rules about how you do that or what you write. It's really an expression of your experience to help you get some clarity on it in the way that you might express yourself verbally in a therapy session. Hmm. Could you could you compare it effectively to a thought dump? It's effectively everything that's coming to you at once. Yeah, absolutely. And then because sometimes that process can really help you to identify rumination as well. When it's in your head and you're you're going about your day on autopilot, you could be ruminating the whole time and not really be aware of it. But when you when you do a thought dump or some expressive writing and you kind of you get it out to the page you can see your, you can physically see it in front of you if you're going around in circles yeah. and, and there's something about that awareness. You know, people use the word awareness all the time and it's because it's so crucial. You cannot solve a problem without first being aware of what that problem is. And so if there's anything like expressive writing or talking to someone that can help you to become aware of that cycle that you're stuck in, that opens up this window of opportunity to then do something different. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one thing I always think about and this, you know, it's it's very basic, but you can't write down the same thought again and again. I remember doing lines at school when I had detention and, you know, writing down, you know, I feel angry at said person again and again and again for like an hour would just be like doing those lines. But <laughs> I think we do it in our heads the whole day without yeah. realizing it. Yeah, absolutely. And, you, and, and each time you re-trigger whatever emotional response comes with that and so you know if you kind of I don't know if you have an argument with someone uh, some people will will then replay that argument over and over in their minds for the rest of the day and each time feel a new uh, rise of of whatever emotion comes with that and be just as upset as they were the first time around and and you're you're just re-triggering that emotional response and and it's okay to re-trigger emotional response when you're then doing something with it that's going to help you move forward if you're just going around and around in circles and like replaying a movie over and over again um it's not as helpful as if you are replaying it in order to reframe it or look at it differently or um help you understand it in a way that's going to help you to recover from it Hmm. yeah Absolutely. I think we talk about journaling quite a lot. It's almost become quite a cliche, but I love breaking down why it actually is so important at practice. You know, sometimes I wonder whether, you know, we as writers might feel biased towards something like journaling or whether someone who isn't, who doesn't sort of define themselves as a quote unquote writer 
would think that that's not something that is helpful for them or might work for them from all the people that you you treat and you know also just all the people you speak to in your everyday job as an educator do you think that actually journaling can broadly be something that helps most people um I think it's it's a difficult one isn't it because some people are more able to write than others I've certainly um have people who prefer not to write maybe because they live in a household with other people and they're afraid about things being found or confidentiality and those sorts of things that, you know, you want something to feel very private and that can be a source of kind of anxiety around that. Um, and in just the same way that therapy isn't for everyone, you know, journaling isn't either. And it's all about finding the thing that works for you. And, um, you know, some people find physical movement more helpful than putting words to things. I mean, there's, there's lots of evidence that if you can put labels to emotions, um, uh, there's a research that calls it emotional granularity, that if you can, if you can find a word to just, and it has, doesn't have to be the same word that everybody else uses, this is crucial, but if you can find a word to, or a sentence to describe a speci- specific feelings that you have in different situations, that that sets you up to be more able to deal with that discomfort because you you can kind of set that in, in your mind as I know what this is and then therefore I know, you know, better how to deal with it. So having words and finding words to describe how you feel is really, really helpful. There's lots of evidence around that. Um, that it improves outcomes, even if you don't use the words in your language, you know, if there's no clear, you know, word for how I feel when the postman turns up and knocks on the door, which fills me with, you know, fear, then if there's no clear word to describe that, you can use words from other languages, you can make up your own word, but it just, if you have a label for it in your own mind, it enables you to go, yes, this is familiar. I know what this is, then, then I can do something with it. Um, so that's really, really helpful. And, and that's, I guess, where part of the, the usefulness around journaling is it, you don't have to be a prolific writer. Um, it doesn't have to be readable to anyone else for it to be helpful to you emotionally, but equally, if writing is not your thing and talking is not your thing for some people, movement is their thing. You know, some people, it might be, um, running or walking or, um, dancing or whatever those things are you know physical movement is also a great way of um, expressing emotion and and processing emotion as well Mm -hmm. and I guess I don't know if you can necessarily call it putting a word to it but you can put a movement to something I guess Mm. I don't know even like expressive dance is a form I suppose of thinking okay when I feel this I move like this and it all I don't know at least it's not just trapped in your head yeah. And then that's why, you know, if you're doing a workout of some sort and you put on um, a certain track, a certain piece of music, it can completely transform the way that you go at that that workout. Right. If you I don't know if you're trying to sprint up a hill and you put on some love song, you might not feel the same fire in your belly to get up that hill than you would if you were listening to something that was much more upbeat and powerful or something that tapped into 
anger or drive or excitement or you know music was really powerful for helping us to tap into an emotion and release it um and that's why you know people listen to music when they work out because it helps them to um express themselves in a certain way so you can really play around with that everyone's different you know there are certain tracks or you know certain types of music that will tap into something in one person but not in another so you've got to play around with it yourself and um and work out what what helps you hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands and the best part they're all about safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order that's quince.com slash upgrade hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with bowl and branches organic cotton sheets in a recent customer survey 96 percent replied that bowl and branch sheets get softer with every wash start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come try their sheets with a 30 night guarantee plus get 15 percent off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. code buttery exclusions apply see site for details